0: hello everyone and welcome to score vision advantage a podcast where we share the latest happenings in sports tech and fan engagement i'm your host ashley peterson marketing director here at score vision In today's episode, we are joined by longtime customer and friend Jeff Bisson, the Athletic Director at Glenwood High School in Southwestern Iowa. We had the pleasure to speak with Jeff about how he continues to rally the community around Glenwood's athletic program and listen to his advice on how small businesses have played an important role in building a strong sense of pride in the community. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Welcome in, Jeff. To get things started off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your history in athletics, and your history with Glenwood?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on today. Excited to uh, excited to be here. So I'm, uh, I'm originally from Erling, Iowa. I'm a 2004 Harlan Community graduate. Um, from there, I went on to play college basketball at Buena I got a business education degree. Always wanted to be in education or in, in athletics. And really, that's been my whole whole life, probably growing up. Just enjoyed the athletics standpoint. Um, and then from Buena Vista, I went to Northwest Missouri State, did a graduate assistantship down there with uh, Coach McCollum and the men's basketball team for two years. And then after that, I was, was trying to figure out what I was going to do. I was either going to coach college basketball or get into education and be a teacher and coach. And uh, one day I wanted to be a, an AD. So um, the dean of students job is open at Glenwood um, following my time at Northwest. I was fortunate to get that in 2000, the summer of 2011-12. Um, And then after a year being a dean of students, our AD job came open there. So I've been in Glenwood um, since the summer of 2011 and been uh, working in athletics here for the last 11 years. So very, very fortunate to have the job I do and the job I have, and I really enjoy um, working working in athletics.
0: Well, I know firsthand that Glenwood is awesome because we went and visited you guys this winter for a basketball game. It was a very exciting time. Um, can you just tell us a little bit maybe about your athletic program? Like how big is the school? Um, do you have a lot of students participating in sports? What's kind of like the overall consensus of what the community feels like at Glenwood?
1: Yep. so Glenwood is a town of just over probably 5,500 people, um, 15 minutes south of downtown Omaha and Council Bluff. So we think we have the best of both worlds in that we're a small town, yet we're close to the city. So we we can experience both of those. The school itself, um, just under 600 kids at the high school. So um, with that, 75% probably of our kids are involved in some sport, some sort of activity or sport, um, which we really try to sell because research will show you the more involved you are in activities or something, the better off your attendance is at school, better off your grades are. you stay out of trouble more, all that stuff. So we, we really try to provide opportunities for kids to be involved. Um, and then our goal is to try and have kids have the best pos- possible experience in those activities. And certainly we want to be as competitive as we can um, across the board. So that's kind of one, I guess, in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. I Your guys' as students always seem on fire. When we were there this last time, I know meeting Zach Kelsey specifically was really fun. He was one of your students that was creating content. Yep. Um, Okay. Well, I also kind of want to know a little bit too about how much it's changed and grown and how did you guys stumble upon score vision? Because you earlier when we were talking, you said you guys got score vision in
1: 2019, right? Yep. The summer of, yep.
0: So how did you guys find ScoreVision and what has that growth projection looks like for your community? Do you feel like it's a growing community? Just tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I went to my first uh, National Athletic Directors Conference in 2018 in Phoenix and we walked in the big conference room where all these vendors were and ScoreVision had this huge board up and everyone's like, man, that thing's huge, uh, whatever. And then everyone's like, well, it costs whatever it costs at the time. Um, And it was kind of like, it's a lot of money never gonna happen um, fast forward maybe a month or two after that I run into a booster in town who's been to a lot of youth facilities and seen your your scoreboards and your TVs to where you keep score and it's like that is so clear and so easy to see like hey you're you're looking into a new video board have you thought about this product or something that they do and at the time I'm like "Well, I just saw them in Phoenix um, it costs a lot of money but maybe that's something we can look into and from that Um, I met with the sales rep with ScoreVision at the time, worked with, uh, we had Dactronics at the time, video board in our our gym. We were one of the first back in 2009, 10, 11 to have a video board in an Iowa gym. Mm. Um, And so fast forward 10, 11 years, that thing's now extinct for the most part because it's that old. And so that's where we were at. We were in the process of trying to find something new, um, which is when I came across ScoreVision. Ultimately, we decided on ScoreVision and the one thing I tell people is for us, the fan app that went with ScoreVision was kind of before everyone was live streaming everything and so it was one way for our people across the country who were Ram fans to keep up with what was going on. And so the fan app really sold me on what um on going ScoreVision because it was different than any other competitor you had out there. <clears throat> but now that we have it, it's about the the game experience we're able to provide for our kids and for our community um, and able to tie our community all back into what we're doing from a sponsorship standpoint. So that's been really good for us. Um, i got a really good team who does a lot of good stuff. Zach Kelsey's been great for creating a lot of content. Um, we had a former graduate who unfortunately passed away uh through COVID there but um he did a lot of really good stuff for us kind of put us on the map in terms of what we were doing and then Chris Visser is kind of my right-hand man who does a lot of our stuff um so we wouldn't be where we're at today without um all those guys having a hand in in what we're doing but we're we're super fortunate to have it um we continue to try to be the best in what we're trying to do and we're we're always trying to create new stuff for not only for our kids but anyone who steps in our gyms and watch some of those games
0: yeah so okay I have to touch on this because you kind of brought it up when you said you know the first experience that you had when you went to the national conference you saw this the board and you thought it was awesome and great but you knew it was going to cost a lot yeah um so how did you guys kind of overcome that because I honestly feel like we get that a lot and we also find that a lot of our athletic directors really struggle with an annual subscription like that just feels like a lot that they have to go through so how did you guys kind of navigate making that decision and deciding, like, this is worth the purchase? Yep.
1: Yeah, well, we were in the process of either buying a new video board and putting that up on the wall and keeping our scoreboards we had or eliminating the video board altogether and getting two new scoreboards, uh, which is the ScoreVision product itself. And so the cost wasn't that much different in terms of doing all that. It was just a change for us in that we had actual scoreboards. And so mm-hmm. um, and looking at those costs and trying to figure that out, that was a challenge, but we had three boosters that had helped us get our first video board up. And so I went to those, those people to start with and had those conversations, and they were on board with making some of that stuff happen up front. Our booster club was on board with trying to make that happen. And I, I really thought we could sell sponsorships each year to pay this thing off, and that's really what we've been able to, to do. Um, you know, we started small with your guys' template of, of selling some sponsorships, um, and maybe in the 30, 40, fifty thousand to where now we're up to just over a hundred thousand dollars a year uh, of revenue coming back just on sponsorships of being able to sell advertising for for our scoreboard. So, do I enjoy the annual? Um, fee that we pay no no one likes to pay any money right but (laughs) (laughs) the way i look at it is the whatever cost that is is so beneficial because everything's being updated and your software is being updated so it's well worth what you're paying um whereas if you put something else up on your board maybe that you can't update as you go it has a life expectancy of only so long before it's outdated and Mm so we got the four millimeter, six millimeter pixel boards, and they're they're great. And the advertising that goes with it, um, I really tell people it's a it's a web browser up there. I mean, so anything you see on the internet, anything you watch on YouTube, Huddle, um, we can do it. And so we've been able to do a lot of cool things with videos for games. Um, we have our 25-year homecoming reunion class coming up. Um, they want to do a video for their speech rather than having someone talk. They want to do a video that we're going to be able to do in our gym. We've done some stuff with graduation over the years. Um, COVID, we used it a little more with everything going on with that. So it's just the, the possibilities of what you can do when you have what I call a web browser on your wall is, is really good. Yeah. Yeah we we had some pep rallies after covid when we finally got people back and we watched some hype videos and did some stuff in our pep rally um and that was really good so Yeah. yeah unlimited unlimited opportunities and possibilities to do it yeah is the sticker price maybe a little shocking for some up front sure but if you're willing and committed to going out there and trying to bring your community back in to make some money i i truly think you can do it um
0: do you feel like overall doing that, getting sponsors involved that are local businesses and then in addition to that, using the system for more than just sports, do you feel like that's impacted the community of Glenwood?
1: Yeah, I think it ties everything together. Like if, if you come watch a game or an event in Glenwood, whether it be activities, uh, homecoming Uh, Graduation, anything else that's going on or a sporting event itself. And you see those sponsors rotating on that panoramic ad every seven to 10 seconds. Like there's probably some pride in some people that they see their name up there. There's also some competitive and some others that want to make sure my name is up there. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. um, we started small with that and slowly people are like, Hey, how do I get my name up there? What's it cost to do that? And so it kind of sells itself. Um, but there is some work in trying to go out and find some people to, to put it on there but the board in my opinion will sell itself over time and not only will you pay off your board but you'll prepare yourself for your next board when you need to and also have money to go back to your kids and programs um, which will benefit them
0: yeah what about your students? Do you feel like the overall like pride of your school and how your students have gotten engaged? Do you feel like that's benefited a lot from just updating the technology of your facility?
1: Yeah, really a really good story to share. Um, we're two sets into our volleyball game against Carol Kemper a couple of years ago. Chris coaches football, and so he's like, "Hey, you're in charge until I get there." I'm like, "I don't really want to hit a bunch of buttons because I'm not comfortable with doing that, and I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to lose something." When in reality, you're not. But that's where I was, and so it was kind of dead through that first two sets and he comes in and then starts pushing buttons during timeouts and um, in between sets and all that stuff and we come back and we end up winning in five but the atmosphere just completely changed with music going on um, different hype stuff being up on the board for timeouts and different things like that to where it's just a different atmosphere and so I I go back to that when I talk to people about ScoreVision or about anything we're doing in that anytime you add music to an event, anytime your kids' pictures are up on the boards, anytime your fans or student bodies have a reason to cheer, that keeps them engaged with what's going on. And so I think that's been great for us. Um, We're probably spoiled in that regard because sometimes when we go on the road and don't have that, our kids are like, it's dead in here it's, it's quiet i'm like i'm well, bored yeah we're just fortunate to have that and now some other schools in our conference are doing the same thing and um I, I think it's it's different and it's good and it's positive for for all our people but it helps our kids be engaged with what they're doing um we, we have some interactive uh, don't sing that videos to where if you sing you lose and so they're common songs that's fine where, every, where everyone sings it and they all huh. lose but it's it's music, it gives them an opportunity to get involved. Um, yeah, we've just been able to create some really good stuff um, for people to be involved. We have a, a little hat shuffle to where you got to find where the ball's at underneath and it spins through things. And then after 15 seconds, where's the ball at? Kind of the same things you see at Crate in basketball or you know hockey or whatever that is. And so yeah. we've tried to steal or take as many ideas from others and recreate our own, uh, which is really interactive for our our students and our fans. and um, anyone in her gym. So Yeah,
0: that's fun. I yeah. don't think I've ever heard of anybody doing the don't sing that one. Yeah. That's a that's really fun. I'm gonna steal that for there a blog. I hope it. you don't mind. Take it, yeah. Take it. <laughs> um, okay, well, cool. So tell us a little bit too about like obviously you're creating all this content and like there is a little bit that goes behind the scenes in order to create an experience like that, right? I mean, yeah. like, you can't just do it on your own. Yep. There's a lot of people that kind of have to contribute to that. Um, actually, I shouldn't say a lot of people because it really only takes maybe like what five, if even. You guys have Zach and Chris. Um, is anybody else? Yeah,
1: Zach just graduated, so I'm uh, still utilizing as much as I can while he goes off to Iowa State. We got a couple other kids. Oh man,
0: by Zach. Right. Got <laughs> a
1: couple other kids that are interested in the uh, designing and some of that stuff that goes with it. So we're we're trying to utilize that. We've we've probably done a bad job at getting this incorporated into our curriculum. Which is a goal or job that I need to to get on and, and make happen here in short time, just so we can get more kids um, involved, have them take some ownership, free up Chris or myself's time um, a little bit, and then keep adding to what we're what we're doing. So is Chris um, full time? <clears throat> well, he teaches full time, and then he uh, gets paid a little stipend to do a bunch of stuff. So okay. Um, Really for us it's a it's a sports media day in each sport, you know, and then you're you're creating your player cards and you're doing as much videos as you want of the player introductions and stuff like that. And then any other content you add on top of that is is beneficial. So for me it's been, hey, we're gonna play music in between. Let's make that music glenwood oriented, so whether our G is just jumping up and down, or we're doing some other different things with something glenwood related, let's, I
0: forgot that you guys let's did tie that. that.
1: Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's tie that into that because we're going to play music anyway. So let's make it our brand as well and do something fun with it. And so yeah. that's kind of been our challenge of thirty second timeout, sixty second timeout. We have that much time to do something. Let's let's do something with that time. So it's not just still dead dead air. Yeah. In there.
0: I always loved seeing your guys' content, but I totally forgot about, like, the jumping G. I keep looking at Evan, our producer, because I just keep thinking about when we first watched that, I was like, wow, that's slick. That was cool. Um, Well, that's cool that you guys are going to start trying to get your students more involved. I think that that's always a a great win for everybody. I think – have you guys looked at Score Vision Academy at all?
1: uh david's sent us some of that and just haven't uh pulled the trigger on yeah from, um, i mean it is a lot that all happen, yeah so. you
0: do kind of have to like dissect it but it it is nice like if you already have a graphic design class or anything around those lines that anybody's teaching i mean you can kind of slide bits and pieces of it into there um but i do think it really helps our students because i know when i was in school there was nothing really like that and i um, on the side, I do a little bit of photography. And in addition, now that I'm in marketing, I mean, I constantly am working with our graphic designer, with our producer to produce content all the time. Um, and I think, like, my skills would have benefited a lot from having that at a younger age. Right. So,
1: Well, I, I think the one thing we don't do enough is um, give our kids ownership of what they do. There's so many talented kids out there, but sometimes we don't know that, or we don't know who they are. And so we try mm-hmm. to make public... Social media posts and put in our announcements and all that to let kids know like hey We're looking for people that are interested in designing your own thing or we subscribe to things that have pre-made templates So it's plug-and-play with pictures and information where it creates a graphic and so it's it's easy in my opinion But if you want to design your own through Canva Photoshop and all that other stuff you can simply do that, too, so um, That would be my one recommendation to anyone is like hey utilize your kids find out who they are because they want to be involved and yeah. they're super talented they're out and there so let's let's not work any harder than we have to let's use our kids and then they get the ownership and the uh the praise of the great stuff that they they create and who knows we had a kid a couple of years ago went on to kansas he was on their kansas uh graphics media team and now just got hired um by them for a full-time job moving forward you know so it, yeah he just took his talents to another level Kept working on it, kept giving back to us, and now he's got a full-time job loving what he's doing. So we like to think we helped his portfolio um, to share with other people because of what he was willing and able to do for us. So it was a win-win there.
0: Uh, Spoiler alert, Evan might have to cut this out of the podcast. I don't know for sure, but um, I really think that that's a great point to talk on because Scorevision University is like a side thing that we're – Still working on developing, but we've been working with Hastings College to create a more like collegiate level um, boot camp, if you will, where Hastings College will be actually hosting a boot camp for Scorevision Academy students that are at the high school level. And part of the reason why they looked into that was because they wanted to start feeding their sports media program and they needed students and they use score vision. And so they're like, can we just tap into the high school students that are already using Scorevision? Right. What a great opportunity. Like that opens up the door for those students to get college level experience. They get a degree out of it. If they do the boot camp, like I don't know, maybe there's a certification that comes out of it. Maybe there's a little bit of a um what's the term I'm looking for? graduation, <laughs> scholarship, geez louise, yeah. a scholarship that comes out of this. Um, so you never really know what, what it's going to turn into for your high school students. And I think that allowing them those opportunities, I mean, sports is an industry. It's not just about the people on the field or the people on the court. Yep. There's so many people behind the scenes making it happen. We just don't talk about that enough because I think it's. It's been something that's been kind of like in the back burner for so long. Now it's becoming so much more prevalent. Um, And I'd say like that, not to put it in there, but that's like one of the only benefits of NIL is like now you're seeing where like these athletes want that extra promotion. And so like we are putting a little bit more emphasis now on the creators that are creating that content for that athlete to get out there. Um, Okay. Well, we
1: live in a digital world to where everything is about likes and retweets and quotes and all that other stuff, right? Do you guys
0: have social? Right
1: or wrong, but that's just who we are. And so these kids who make this stuff, the more it's retweeted and posted, the more people see it and they enjoy what they do. And then their competitiveness is always trying to beat their last graphic that they made. And so I can think it all ties back into what we're trying to do and we're trying to promote our kids and kids are trying to promote themselves and, and do all that and-
0: Right. And promote your school, too.
1: Right. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Do you guys have social media? You do. Yep.
1: yep. Are
0: you on Instagram?
1: I just was? started Instagram here probably this summer. We're big on the uh, Facebook and Twitter and trying to keep, Twitter up, with is huge trying to keep up with everything else that's going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was told a while ago by uh, Scott Jarvis, who probably heard it from someone else, but it's like, hey, if you're not telling your story, then someone else is, which mm. is so true because – we have a newspaper that goes out once a week. Okay. So if I'm not telling our story of what's happening, they might read it in the newspaper. They might not, they might make up their own story, whatever they want it to be. But I have a platform to be able to tell the great story of what's happening within Glenwood athletics, Glenwood activities with our staff, with our schools and all that. And so you don't know anything about Glenwood, but you follow us. And so I'm going to hit you with a lot of good information because I'm going to tell it rather than letting someone else tell you about it that might Mm. not know it. And so I've always came back to that quote, like, hey, that's really good. Like you, you're in charge of your platform.
0: Every AD better listen to that because (laughs) it's good advice. Seriously. I can't even tell you how many programs that we've ran into where they don't have, like, any social media. And honestly, it doesn't benefit your kids either if you're not on your platforms. Like, I think we underestimate the power of social in athletics. Right. Um, Okay. Well, I also wanted to tap in a little bit. I know you guys are trying to grow and expand your experience a little bit further eventually. Um, What are, like, the next line items for you? I mean, you already talked on getting more students involved. Um, Is there anything else that you guys are doing? It doesn't just have to be score vision related, but just like in general, new technology or just new exciting things that you're trying to implement in your program to benefit everyone involved.
1: Yeah, the curriculum and the involvement with kids would be probably step number one in terms of what we're trying to do. We're looking into some e-sports stuff with our kids, Mm. um, the gaming clubs and stuff like that to figure out can we can we do that? Um, What's it take to do it? Um, Who can supervise it? What kind of money do we have to have to run it? There's a lot more schools getting involved with that on the Iowa side to where it's more competitive and they're actually playing games and they're going back and forth with each other, which is really good. So I think that's a way to tap into kids and get them involved. Um, We're always looking to create more stuff from a digital standpoint, not just for activities and athletics, but also for our school and the stuff we're doing. And so for me, it's just finding those kids who want to do stuff and then letting them run and say, hey, let's promote our school. Whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, I'm going to give that up to you and let you, let you do that. Um, our next step from a score vision or a video board standpoint would probably be getting into our outdoor board. Um, we spent some money on a weight room instead of probably going with an outdoor board. Um, and so maybe our next big purchase will be looking at an outdoor board and, and, and seeing how we can tie that back into the things we're currently doing right now, what we have in our gym, and what that looks like um, outside as well.
0: Do you have any advice for anybody who's making big decisions like that, like you are right now? I mean, like, you go through a series of decisions, small and big, each day. Every athletic director does. Most of us do, just in general, in our human lives. But how are you weighing, like, what you need to be doing to to grow your athletic department? And, like, what's helped you kind of make those decisions? And maybe who also has helped you make some of those decisions along the way?
1: Yeah, just the, you know – We had talked about going with an outdoor board a while ago, and we had a lot of quotes and stuff to to do that. And then someone's like, hey, how many people is that going to impact? You know, Yeah, it's going to impact our teams who play out there. It's going to impact the people who come to the game and all that, Um, which to me is the fun stuff. Um, But our weight room was in need of maybe expanding and getting some newer equipment and stuff like that, which we thought was a bigger impact for the greater amount of kids. And so we went that way based on that being – a better decision for the greater amount of kids and so to me any decision we make at school is all about the safety of kids um what's best for kids um what's best for our community what's best for all that and so um sometimes we blur those lines or parents don't like that because it maybe might not impact them but we're trying to do what's best for kids we don't probably always do it right but that's really the focus of of our decisions um what we're trying to do. I don't know if I answered your whole question there. No, you did. Okay.
0: You definitely did. And I think that that's always an athletic director's goal, or at least it should be. You're not putting your kids first. What are you doing?
1: (laughs) Right. And for me, like, hey, having a big picture of what you want to accomplish, what is your ultimate big vision and what you're trying to do? And then that's what you're trying to get to, right? But how are we going to get there and and having those steps? And so someone today may say, I can't find $100,000 or $125,000 for a board. Okay. Can you raise money towards it? Mm -hmm. Can you pay back the bank? Can you pay back your booster club? Can you get it and then find ways to sponsor it and move it forward? And that would be my challenge for anyone. Like, I didn't think I could do it either. And now I did it. And now it's paying for itself in one year, two years. And now I have all this money that we can spend back on our kids. And we can plan for another board. Or we can plan for an outdoor board or whatever that looks like. And so just because someone tells you no doesn't mean it's done. Like, let's find a way to come up with. Other ways to make it happen, and so I, I I don't like the word no. You know, if if I have a vision for something that I want to do, Mm, I'm going to I'm going to try and find a way to navigate my way through it to eventually get there, so we can accomplish it if it's truly best for kids.
0: Yeah, I think that having a vision, having a clear vision too, is so important, and probably like the strategy behind that too of just like figuring out what are the next steps and how can we get there. And do you guys do a lot of visioning sessions, or do you like? reconvene once a year and you sit down and you think like what are the what's the goal for this year
1: yeah our 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 district does our academic stuff and admin team and all that stuff um from a athletic standpoint i kind of got my core group of people that we work with and we sit down with our graphics and marketing team kind of in the summer like hey we really got to focus on this. Here's some big games coming up. Um, what are some things that we could do to highlight that game? Score Vision's coming back in January. What could we do to highlight this game? Do mm-hmm. you know anything like that to where um, it's not last minute? We're just trying to come up with a lot of different ideas and have a plan, I guess, for what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Okay, last question before we wrap up. Um, As an athletic director, what advice would you give other athletic directors who are really looking to build this sense of community that you guys have at Glenwood that you've perfected and done so well over the last few years?
1: Yeah, I I would say to people um, it's a partnership, and so it's it's truly working with your businesses to, one, you – want their support and maybe their financial support to help what you're trying to do, but also you want to be able to promote them and make it a partnership. A partnership only works if both people are happy. And so when we do renewals each year and I'm asking for a renewal of money, like, Hey, was it worth your money last year? Um, do we need to do something different? Can we do it better? Do we need to change something? And so certainly, yeah, we want their money, but also I don't want to be the guy that's just wanting their money, not, giving anything back and so I want to make that a partnership to where it's it works for both ends Um, and it's positive so for small schools or bigger schools or whatever it's getting to know your people it's tying your community back into everything that you're doing for Glenwood 5,500 people Uh, high school sporting that's the best thing going on in town or the only entertainment and so how do we tie that into everything else we're trying to do and so that's what we try to sell our businesses and our kids on, too. Like, hey, we're the best thing in town going on for $6. You can come watch our kids compete in a high school football game and all the other things that go with it. And so then how can I capitalize on the money and the sponsorship and the advertising that goes with our game? So that would be my advice probably to
0: I think like, that's babies. great advice, getting your community around you and just having that support, whether it's local businesses or it's parents or whoever it is in your community is huge because I always – tell people that I feel like when you give back to your fans too, they sort of give back to you. Right. Um, And that exchange of like having that experience and how it impacts your athletes. I mean, your athletes want to perform and people are driven to perform when more people are watching. Right. Um, So attendance is huge and having that atmosphere is huge. So, well, I love what you guys are doing at Glenwood. I'm so glad we got to have you on the podcast. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.
0: Mm hmm.